Life is good. Life is bad. Life is incredible. Life is terrible. Life is extremely long, yet awfully short. Life is easy. Life is hard. Life is extremely complicated and complex, yet so simple. Life is a journey. Life is full of love and filled with joy, but it's also full of hurt and pain. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, life, it's yours. Life is a masterpiece waiting to be created and filled with all the aforementioned ingredients. See, each day you wake up, you're given a brand new blank canvas to create the greatest masterpiece possible. And you have to do that with whatever ingredients you're given. Yours won't look like anyone else's, nor should it, but ultimately it's yours. No one would even bother creating or enjoying art if every creation was simply the same. So now the brush is in your hands and this day is filled with endless opportunities. What incredible masterpiece will you create with today's ingredients? It's time to live and love life. Why you ask? Because you can. You don't need any other reason, simply because you can. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Vitalize Podcast. You're here with your friendly neighborhood host, Mr. Marcus Black, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Hopefully you can hear the jovial joy that is jumping out of my mouth as I sit here for us to be able to communicate, man. Let's just end the year, man. Let's go out. What a year it has been. I don't even want to recap it. I feel like that's just too depressing and I'm in too good of a mood right now for us to go down that road. So I'll just say, man, 2020 has been a year, but if you are here and you are listening to the sound of my voice, then that means you made it in a year that has so many ways that it tried to take you out, tried to take me out, tried to kill our spirits, tried to destroy our mental peace, our physical peace. We are still here. And that's something to be grateful for. One of the things I've been doing lately is just practicing gratitudes and just finding ways to just express what I'm thankful for. Cause we could easily continue to look at what we don't have and where we could have more and where things could be better and where we wish we were at the end of the day, man, you got to be grateful for where you already are and what you already have. I say this all the time since I heard Mike Ty say it, man, all you have is all you need. And that's a new level of contentment to be able to walk in confidence with where you are, man. So I'm about to get ready to drop some nuggets here on our end of the year 2020. I had to even chuckle. I can't even get through that 2020. Anytime we say 2020 in the entire rest of our future, no matter how many years we live, it's always going to have an asterisk by it. It's going to be like 2020. And then you're going to have a little chuckle because you're like, man, what did we live through then, right? But before we get jumping, man, you know, I always got to take a second and shout out my family from Saturday Coffee Co. Not dot com, but Saturday Coffee 
cold, man. They got some good stuff for you. I'm telling you. I don't know how many times y'all going to make me tell you. You got the cold brew out here. You got that Monday coffee that gives you that extra <clears throat> to get you through your week. And then you have the Saturday coffee, which is a nice, mellow vibe. So do yourself a favor. Go hit SaturdayCoffee.co and drop the word vitalize uh, at the end in the car and you'll get a 10% discount. Let them know I send you. Tell me what you think. So that being said, I want to talk to you guys about a process that I go through every year, but it's been really significant for me this year. And that is, I want to talk to you guys about reflection. I think it's a, it's important for us, people who are leaders, people who are just trying to maximize our lives, who are just trying to live and build lives that we love to live. We have to find ways to be intentional about thinking through our life experiences. Because here's the thing, if you don't deal with everything that you've went through, if you don't deal with everything you've processed, if you don't come face to face and actually think through your experiences, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, no matter what, you're going to find yourself repeating many of the same things, many of the same headaches, many of the same heartaches. And also you're just going to sweep them under the rug and carry unnecessary baggage into a new season. So many people are expectant of 2021 thinking like, yo, this is going to turn into the new rolling 20s. We're going to come back. We're going to bounce back from this difficult year, this nightmarish year, this chaotic year. And we're going to go for it. We're going to go for the gold. We're going to literally build an incredible world around us from the economy, from our jobs, from our family, from our social interactions. However, comma, if all you do is bring the baggage forward, if you just carry it over from this year into next, what are you doing, man? You're just going to come into the new year with your shoulders weighed down. So maybe the circumstances will change. Maybe they'll be better. Maybe things will be a little lighter and things will start looking up, but you won't even be able to tell because you'll be still be carrying the same old weight and baggage from 2020. So this process gives you the ability to literally just go through in several areas of your life to reflect, to think through, to just feel this process, I'm not going to lie to you, it might be heavy. It might cause you to get overwhelmed with emotion. It might cause you to shed a few tears. I know I always do. When I think through my year, wins, losses, good, bad things that I've gone through, man, sometimes there's some heavy moments, and that's okay. It's a part of you processing it. But if you're going to be healthy, and I'm talking holistically healthy, if you're going to protect your mental peace, if you're going to overcome and move into a new thing, a new season, a new year, and be ready to make an impact, to be ready to make major moves in your life, then you got to process this year and everything that is brought to the table. So what I want to do is just walk you through briefly. We won't be long today, man. It's the end of the year. This is the end of the year. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, if you're just celebrating life and family and friends, like whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing it to the fullest of potential. And I just want to wish you well. But as we get ready to head into this new year, I just want to take a moment and walk you through these few areas. And I want you to literally, if you can, Maybe you're listening to this while driving, so you can't. But if you're at home or you're in, this is your personal development time that you schedule for yourself. If you're a note taker, even if you got your phone, if you're in a position to, I want you to write these five areas down and I want you to step into them and think through. These are areas that I want you to process. Maybe you can't do it now, but you can do it later. Step, step back in, tap in, visit this later and walk through this process. And I guarantee you, you're going to be able to realize some things that you didn't even think about from this year. 
And you're going to be able to lay, lay down some dead weight so that you can step into the new season expecting. So I call these the five C's and I use these for a lot of different ways. But typically when I check in and I'm going back through my year, I'm going back through my life, then I use these same things and I break it up into five different areas. The first one is community. And community is everything because mindsets are contagious. And they always say, you've heard this say, you're the average of your five closest friends. That's what people always say, but I really will say this. I can't say if that's 100% true or not, but what I can tell you is this. Mindsets are contagious and the people you have surrounding you will directly correlate to the experience you have in life. Meaning how you feel on a day to day basis will be directly correlated to the people closest to you. If the people closest to you are always stressed, are always negative, are always filled with drama and backbiting, guess what your life is going to be filled with much of the same. However, if your people closest to you, your community, your family are people who are giving you life, who are giving you love, who are pouring into you, who are supporting your dreams, your mission, helping you get better, teaching you things that they've learned along the way, then what do you think is going to happen? You're going to become directly affected by those mentalities, by those mindsets. So one of the questions you want to ask yourself is about your community. What did it look like this year? When the world came crashing down to a halt, what did it feel like? When you experienced COVID, what did it feel like? I know not everybody's experienced it, but a large percentage of the population has had this experience. And you'll remember people who called, people who texted, people who reached out to you, people who checked on you. Like, what did your community, did you have anybody? Did you not have anybody? When everybody's businesses were up in the air and the world was on pause and we didn't know if the entire world economy was going to crash for the first time in history. What did it feel like? Who are the people closest to you? And this is something to really start reflecting on. What is your marriage like right now? What is your relationship with your children like? What is your relationship with your siblings, your parents? And I'm not telling you to stick around and endure toxic relationships. I am not telling you that. I'm telling you to evaluate. Is the relationship toxic? What do you need to do? What steps do you need to take to have healthier relationships? Some of that maybe even being time to sever ties. And that's one thing that people never like to talk about. But sometimes if everybody around you, if they're drains more than fountains, don't get me wrong. We're all needy. We are. So sometimes we're going to all fall into the category where we drain people closest to us. However, you got to find out, like, are the people closest to you building you up more than they're tearing you down? Or are they tearing you down more intentionally? Are they draining the life out of you? That is a real question. And you got to start asking yourself, what type of community do I have? And if it's one you love, then you got to figure out how to cultivate it. If you love your community, you love your relationships, your friendships, the people supporting you, your support system. And you got to figure out how to strengthen those relationships and pour into them and keep making keep those connections alive, fresh and well. But if your community's tearing you down, if it's pulling you apart, if it's draining the life out of you, then you got to figure out what it's time to do. How do you change that? It's not, it's not always cutting off a relationship. Sometimes it is. But if it is, then you got to do that and you got to be confident in your decision. But if it's not that, then you got to figure out how to have the appropriate conversation to get on the same page because sometimes people don't even know they're draining you. They're just so used to the dynamic of a relationship that that's just how they continue to respond. So I want you to have everything that's meant for you. I want you to have the very best experience in and centered around your relationships 
because relationships matter. Relationships dictate everything. I'm stepping into some opportunities that I would not have deemed imaginable, that I wouldn't have deemed possible, and they're coming directly through relationships with people. So cultivate your relationships, man. Ask yourself how you can improve those moving into next year and the dead weight, the drains you got to leave behind in 2020 so you don't carry that baggage with you. The second C after community is communication. And communication rules the nation. I don't know if it really does, but it felt appropriate to say in the moment. <laughs> communication is important because you got to like think through everything that happened this year. And this is big, but I'm going to do the best I can to summarize it. Are the words coming out of your mouth life-giving? Are the words coming out of your mouth, even when you're frustrated, because you can communicate frustration, it's all about the attitude and the heart behind what you say. Are you a person that people know they can count on to speak clearly, to speak truthfully, to tell people what you really feel, to help people grow? Or are you the person that people don't really know how you feel and you're always talking and gossiping and spreading things behind people's back? What type of person are you in the realm of communication the next thing is social media what are you communicating to the world are you putting on a front for the world don't get me wrong we all do this to a certain degree but are you next level like real deal putting on this whole facade that you live in one way and really you're miserable you're smiling in front of the camera and dying behind the scenes what are you communicating this year was a year where we had to go there with people's just belittling people's entire being because you don't agree How are you communicating to the people around you? Did your relationships thrive? Did your community thrive because your communication was good, positive, helpful, hopeful? Or did your community deteriorate because your communication was bad, because it was evil, because it was hateful, because it was self-centered, because it tore people down? Look, man, we're not all going to think the same, and that's okay. We're not all going to agree on everything. Your life experience is going to lead you one way. Mine's going to lead me another way. We can still have mutual respect for one another and move forward unified. But if you want your 2021 to look different, if you want it to be all you hoped it would be and more, you are going to have to check your communication. What are you sharing? What are you saying about yourself? Ooh, communication has a lot to do with self-talk as well. Is your self-talk affirming? Are you looking in the mirror and this is going to feel so weird? I know, trust me. But are you telling yourself you are more? Are you telling yourself you're a giant in your space? Are you telling yourself that you are greater, that you are created for more, that you are an overcomer, that you are uh, all the different things that you need to hear in your heart to silence the lies that others have told you or do you practice negative self-talk on a regular where you're just tearing your own self down where you call yourself stupid or you call yourself dumb or you talk about the way you look or you talk about all, what everything you hate about yourself and you're tearing it down communication is something that you need to evaluate because it's not over until it's over and just because the year's about to end is prime example that life isn't over we're just getting started and we're stepping into a new season and as we're stepping into a new season what I want you to do is look inside look inside your heart man Look inside your mind and ask yourself, are you tearing you down? You're so concerned with the world and who wants to belittle you and who wants to berate you, but are you berating you? Are you tearing yourself down? Communication, you have to evaluate the way you communicate to yourself because real peace in the heart, in the soul, real growth happens when you can learn to see past your faults and still appreciate you for all you are. That's what I want you to do you to evaluate your communication number three collaboration who you've been working with many of us have dreams 
I had a dream. You had a dream. And one of the worst things you can do when you have a dream or a vision for your life or something you want to accomplish that's bigger, that sets up your family to have a legacy, is to see everybody around you as competition or the enemy. Just because somebody's in this same space, because they're a podcaster, I'm not going to tear them down. I'm not going to boycott their podcast. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find the podcast. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to send them some feedback. I'm going to go leave them a review. I'm going to leave them a positive rating. I'm going to do things that help them win, too, because we can all win. And you know what happens when you do that? People, just like I see when you do it, when you leave positive reviews or you leave me messages or feedback or you comment on the Instagram post, I see that. And it warms my heart. And it makes me say, that's a person who's down with the squad. And it makes me want to build a relationship deeper. (laughs) Who are you working with? evaluate your collaboration efforts like because sometimes there are people in the exact same industry as you and if you would just swallow pride and say okay I don't know everything you know and it's hard to do it's hard to look at somebody that's where you want to be or that's a little bit further ahead of you and think like well what do they have that I don't have or maybe even feel like you're more talented but yet they're winning more man get past all of that drop all of that and just start asking yourself what can I do to cultivate better relationships so I can practice better communication so that my community thrives so that we can collaborate on some projects that may change the world. I just had a conversation with a young lady that I met on the internet. We met, um, just through randomly, like find a hashtag. I sent her a message. She checked my stuff out, sent me a message. We connected. It was a great conversation. It was like, you know what? Let's have a live conversation. That live conversation turned into so many hearts and minds being impacted because we collaborated. Even though we're in the same space, she can win. I can win. There's room for all of us to thrive. So evaluate your collaborative efforts over the year. Number four, celebration. This is a big one, and this is one I really want to lean into, and I want you to lean into it because many of us are good at looking at where we're wrong, especially if you're listening to a podcast. You're probably a self-personal development type person, a leadership development type person. You're a person that wants to expand. You're a person that wants to grow. You're a person that's looking. So you're probably going to be good at looking at yourself, your self-awareness, trying to um, find ways to fix or build up where you are weak, right? But what you aren't so good at always is celebrating your wins, celebrating every win, celebrating every small win from the smallest to the biggest win. You got to celebrate them all. And when I say celebrate them, I don't mean like, oh, that was good. Now let me get on to the next thing. Like, no, take time and celebrate yourself. And some people are like, well, I haven't done anything worth celebrating for. Well, maybe you just surviving this year and living to the end of this year is something that you should be celebrating because that's an accomplishment because there are millions of people around the world who didn't. I don't know the exact numbers, but last time I checked, I think it was over 350,000 people in America alone. There's a couple of million people around the world who didn't make it this year because of the sickness. So if all you did was not lose your life, all you did was stay afloat, all you did was just maintain, that is something worth celebrating. And if you happen to cross that threshold and maybe you kept your business, celebrate. Maybe your business grew, celebrate. Maybe you built or purchased a home, celebrate. Maybe you got married, celebrate. Maybe you did something that you've always wanted to do. You accomplished a bucket list. The list goes on and on and on, but you got to celebrate, man. Take time to celebrate 
because if you don't, you don't know when you're going to have an opportunity to celebrate again. Everybody celebrated on December 31st in 2019. Like, oh, here we go. 2020, perfect year, year of vision. And then the world, everything hit the fan and the world started crumbling. And we didn't know if we were going to be doing any celebrating for a while at the beginning of this year. So when you do have a moment, when you do have a chance, when you do have a milestone, take the time to celebrate. Are you celebrating? Have you celebrated your accomplishments? Take the time to evaluate this area of your life and ask yourself, when I do something good, do I put as much energy and weight into that as I do when I do something bad? Because the answer is most likely, no, you don't. And so you need to do something to change that. If you're going to step into next year expecting and become all you're supposed to be, all you want to be and accomplish your goals, you got to start celebrating every win because that's going to increase morale. That's going to boost your mental health. That's going to boost you up and put you in a position to where when adversity hits, you got the strength you need to weather the storm because you built yourself up through celebration. And I told you we wouldn't be long, fam. I told you it's just literally not going to be an incredibly long conversation. But I just want to end this out um, with the last C, you know, I'm recapping briefly. We talked about community, right, and the importance of evaluating your relationships. We talked about communication, the importance of how you use your words. Words have power and putting those out appropriately. We talked about uh, collaboration, which is literally you focusing on the relationships. Who are you working with? Who are you supporting? Who are you gathering together with to build something bigger than yourself? And we just talked about celebration, which is all about you looking internally and celebrating every win, big, little, small, tall, all of the wins you have. You got to celebrate, which leads me to my final point, and that is commitment. I need you to take a good, long, hard look into your heart, look into the mirror, and I need you to think about commitment. I need you to evaluate your level of commitment. Because commitment is defined as doing what you said you would do long after the mood in which you said it has passed. So it's easy for me to talk about, oh, you know, I'm going to be committed to my weight loss journey. Oh, I'm going to be committed to reading books and my mental growth. Oh, I'm going to be committed to my spiritual growth. I'm going to be committed to health. I'm going to be committed to wealth. But when you say those things, it's easy to be inspired because you're saying them from a point of motivation. But when the motivation dies, when the world moves on, when the world starts crumbling around you, then what are you going to do? Then are you going to throw in the towel and fold? Are you going to remember why you said what you said you were going to do? That is the question. So when I'm talking about commitment, I need you to look in your own eyes and I need you to ask yourself, did you do what you said you were going to do this year? Did you believe? Did you do it? Did you take action? Did you give up or did you fold? What did you do? What kind of year did you have? What did your business look like? What did your relationships look like? What did your family look like? Are you committed? Are you playing with it? Because we don't got time to play, family. Life could end at any moment. And I'm saying this with so much passion, and you know why. You know my voice. You know life is too short for you to be playing. I love you and care about you too much than to let you play with it. So I want to push you to always remember why you said you were going to do it. Dig your heels in, and I need you to press on. I need you to step up. I need you to stand up. I need you to build the life you love to live. I need you to keep going. I need you to keep growing. I need you to keep living. I need you to keep loving life. Why? You already know. Because you can vitalize.